Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. So, this one is called The Party by Avenger, which is A-B-3-N-G-3-R. You see what he did there with the threes? They're E's. You see? Leet. Leet. Leet Haxor. Leet Haxor. This one is on fanfiction.net, my personal favorite net is still around. I thought AO3 completely took it over and then I got the link and I was like, oh, you're still here. Can I can I tell you how long ago I was on fanfiction.net? How long ago? My first password on that site, my account has been deleted, so try and hack me. My first password <laughs> on that account was ELF. They let me just put ELF as my password. Do you know wow. how hackable that is? Oh my god. I know! <laughs> that that's like a long ass time ago that you could make passwords like that. And they were just like, well, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Back to the story, which is The Party by Avenger. Full disclosure, <laughs> we very much know who this is. This is our dearest friend, love of my life, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hi, baby. <laughs> This is sweet baby Jeff. <laughs> Grown man, sweet baby Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fine. Um, and this is a song fic, which I'm going to sound like I am a hundred years old when I explain to you what this is. For anybody that doesn't know, a song fic is when you write a piece of fan fiction to a song or several songs and the plot kind not like not really goes along with it per se, but thematically is similar and or you read it to that fan fiction and there are lines throughout that hits different beats from the song. So <laughs> you can also write a webcomic in this way. <laughs> I just realized. I didn't know songfic was a thing. <laughs> or I, I deeply forgot. It was so it was a thing because um what's that song like? Come on and close the curtain. Cause all we need is candlelight. It's you and me and a bottle of wine. You know that song? Oh, 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 oh. Save tonight. Yep. By Eagle Eye Cherry, you want to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That song. Obscure. Obscure 90s No, That song was every fanfic in the early 2000s. Really? Yes. Like that, that was, like if you did, this is my wheelhouse, so I'm very sorry. Lord of the Rings. And then if you had scrolled into that thing and put song fic, that was like at least half of them. Really? And I have seen others come up with that same song in other verticals since then. Really? Truly. It was like a meme kind of? No, it was just everybody was like, this is the perfect song fic song. Is it really? I thought it would be like Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls or something, which is in this fic, by the way. That is in this fic. I mean, I feel like that's like, another one, but... Iris is like the most applicable song to basically any character ever. 
Like, okay. it's so fucking generic. I mean, I love it, but it's so generic. Like, you can apply it to anything, and it'll work. So, okay. So, the, yes, that's true. The Eagle Eyed Cherries song was applicable to any fan fiction where they were spending one night together and then had to separate for any reason the following day. Oh. This is super deep fan fiction <laughs> lore. I don't know why we're talking about this. Oh, my God. It's just it's just so weird for me to think of Eagle Eye Cherry's song Save Tonight <laughs> it, it, applying to Lord of the Rings unless it's like a modern day AU situation. It's I think the most of the time I feel like it was in Mary Sue situations where it was like so and so like a girl gets one. transported into Middle Earth or something. Right. But then I've also seen ones that's like this is when Sam and his wife spent a day before he went to take Frodo to the Grey Havens. And maybe mm. in that fic, Sam went with it. I don't know. It has been 20 fucking years since I've read these. I'm just telling you that it's okay. a very popular song fic song. Perfect. <laughs> I okay. am ancient, and this is the knowledge I bring to this table. I love this. This is a blast from the past. All right. The party. Oh. Delicious 90s music. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so fucking good. Um, So, yeah. So, I did all of this in the same format as the story, which was I tell you the song that is headlining the following paragraph, and then I read to you my summary of that paragraph. Are we prepared? (sighs) Yes. Let's do it. So, we start off with the wallflowers, one headlight fucking had this song stuck in my head for days (laughs) i could not place this song for the life of me and i still can't it's okay in parks and rec when chris is djing and they were like like you gotta tell them that yeah 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 got it got it i'm there okay i'm so glad you got it from that it's immediately as soon as you said chris Traeger dancing to it it was like you can't dance with the wallflowers not if you don't try yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There will be a lot of bad singing in this one. I am sorry. This is we should have had Owlgal come in as special guest to sing us all of these songs beautifully. Oh yeah. Instead of my nasally ass off key voice. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> okay. That's funny. So yes, the wallflowers, one headlight. Rachel was nervous. Not scared, but nervous. Sure, in battle, she's all, like, gung-ho and acts fearless. Like, that's what everybody really expects of her, so, you know. But right now, she was, like, nervous. This plan had taken a lot of cajoling, and eventually she had to get Marco to help her out, which she will never hear the end of, of course. But finally, it had worked. Finally, she convinced Jake that tonight, the Animorphs were going to party. Yay! Slice of life stuff that I fucking love. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Next song, Smashing Pumpkins. Tonight, tonight. (laughs) I'm going to admit to you right now, the only song that came into my head was just a like five second sound clip from Glee where they just kept going, tonight, tonight. And I'm like, that's not right. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But my brain is stuck. Okay. I... Went a slightly different track. You know, that song's like, tonight, tonight, there's a party on the rooftop, top of the world. Tonight. Yes! Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm a terrible 90s kid. <laughs> I don't know what this song sounds like. 
I meant to listen to all of these, but I did not. I'm so sorry. Oh, now so that I'm song's stuck in my brain. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Top top the world tonight. Okay. Got a tattoo. <laughs> Looks like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> sorry. Whatever. Na na na. Whatever. Whatever. Na, na, na. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Okay. Summary time. <laughs> <laughs> So Rachel and Tobias are walking hand in hand down a dimly lit street. Rachel squeezes Tobias' hands and, and says, are you nervous? And Tobias takes his beat to arrange his face. Because, you know, he's a bird. He has to remember how to use those muscles. Oh, I loved that. I loved it, too. So cute. Um, but then he just smiles at her and says, house party full of people? Nah, I'm good. And squeezes her hand back. <laughs> and then he jokes, I just hope they have mice there. And Rachel's like, pfft. This guy's family is loaded. They will definitely have fresh rabbit. And Tobias just <laughs> chuckles, and Rachel starts musing about their date. And, like, she's going around kind of in her head, like, this is the first time we're going on a real date, like, where Tobias is a boy. Like, yeah, we tried the school dance, but then, you know, that ended with Tobias thinking I was trying to trap him, which I was not. But, you know, it was a stressful situation. And, like, yeah, they flew around together, but, like, they couldn't hold hands. This was, like, their first real boy-girl date. And then she started worrying about him, thinking, like, you know, he's been handling becoming a hawk so well, but, like, maybe too well? So she really wanted to have this day to remind him, like, you're still human, you're still a boy, you can still do these things. And soon enough, all of her musings has led her to the house where they're trying to go to. And Rachel very unnecessarily says, I think this is the place, which was obvious because they could hear the bass pumping from two blocks away. It very much was the house that they were going to. And now we get to do Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Somebody touch on my spaghetti. <laughs> Sorry. Somebody wants <laughs> I know all the lyrics. You know, I did this at karaoke think, after my wedding in a full fucking wedding dress. That's how trash I am as a person. I think, so you remember in Mean Girls when she's like, oh, I know this song. And, and Janet's like, everyone in the English speaking world knows that song. I kind yeah. of feel like that applies to Smash Mouth's All Star as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like because of Shrek. I think so. It is absolutely synonymous with shrek forever it is absolutely which is really like it's it's a song of its own right that like is well known for being like a meme but like yeah it definitely like i feel like they it's not like this song is popular because of shrek i feel like both shrek and this song are popular because they keep lifting each other up yes oh also it was at the end of rat race and i usually Think back to that one as well. Oh, yeah! Yeah. And John Lovitz played the harmonica during the, <laughs> the song. All I remember about that is they keep giving away all the money to charity. Yeah! And was it John Cleese? Yeah. Yeah, he's super mad about it. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, my God. It does not age well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Barbie Museum. Class Barbie. <laughs> Oh, that's God. so bad. Anyway, let's talk about the party. <laughs> so, Marco gestures around the living room with his red plastic cup. 
and introduce Axe to the concept of party. That's how I imagine it being said, exactly like in Bridesmaids. Anyways, Axe immediately starts playing with the sounds of party, saying party, party. And Marco's like, yep, yep, this is Axe. He's pretty fucking weird. This is my favorite trope. It's Marco babysitting Axe at a social function. So. Yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, I would say failing to babysit him at a social function. Yes. 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 Um, so, yeah, he's like, all right, like, this is my friend Axe. He's weird. He's a weird mix up of all of my, my other friends, Rachel, Jake, Cassie, me. And then he makes a mental note like, and I do have to remember to keep him out of the kitchen lest we have an incident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then Marco's like, wait a minute. I don't give a shit if he goes in the kitchen because I'm here to party. Those are my orders for tonight. Jake said, have a good time. He ordered us to. And so then he just tells Axe to watch and learn before handing his red solo cup to Axe and heading out to dance wildly with a pretty redheaded girl. Um, He's pretty sure that this girl's into him, but right as he's completely failing to get her phone number, he sees Rachel and Tobias walk in. And he's like, they are super easy to spot because Tobias looks like he's about to literally start flapping his arms and Rachel looks like she owns this entire fucking house. <laughs> Which I love. I loved the descriptions <laughs> there. Like, it was yes. just... Yeah, sorry. It was so on point. Like, Rachel was walking in like, yes, everything the light touches is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so Marco makes his way over to them and starts cracking jokes about Rachel being Blackbeard and Tobias as her pet parrot. It does not land and so marco changes tactics and is like hey tobias ditch the wall-eyed look because everybody here is gonna think you're on drugs if you do that and tobias is like i very much doubt anyone will notice if i was on drugs so it's fine (laughs) yeah yep um rachel breaks this off she's like okay okay where are the others are they here and marco's like yeah yeah jake and cassie are out back being boring and i'm keeping an eye on axe who is nowhere to be found Good so job. he's like, excuse me a moment. I must go find my alien friend. Goodbye. <laughs> I love that. He locates him in the kitchen where he finds Axe on one end of a table set up with red cups next to a girl with a flannel tied around her waist. And they are squaring up against two dudes, two bro college frat dudes. And the girl's like, okay, here's how to play beer pong. And Axe is mostly excited about the concept of drinking the delicious beer. And Marco is like, <laughs> fuck, Axe is going to play beer pong. What does this mean? What is? What do we do with a drunk Axe? Will he start morphing? Will he reveal all of our secrets? Oh, my God. And he's like, wait, Jake said, have a good time. I'm chill. I'm cool. It's good. I'm fine. And so he starts, like, calming himself down and, like, walking himself back, like, I'm not Jake. I don't need to be on at all times. I can chill. I'm cool. And then he watches as the bro sinks a ball into Axe's cup. And she says to Axe, okay, drink. So he does. And he's like, yes, the delicious flavors. And everybody is pumped. They're like, this dude is fucking awesome. We love this dude. (laughs) And then Axe, without looking, just goes ahead and sinks the ball in one of the frat bro's cups. And Marco's like, oh, fuck, yes. And starts cheering him on. Oh, my God. This is my favorite thing. Without Without looking. looking. He just sings it. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is why I was like, Axe playing beer pong is the best. I loved it so much. Fucking, I got way too pumped. Like, way too pumped about it. Oh, my God. 
Like, I was a literal child. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Beer <laughs> punk, beer punk. This is a scenario I didn't know I needed. I Same, but I'm so glad it happened. And, like, I... I fucking love that he owned at it. And the other thing I loved is, like, if I ran into a guy in college or now when I was playing beer pong that was like, yes, the flavor or flav, flavor, I would be like, this is my new best fucking friend forever. <laughs> and I love that they all just did that. They yeah. were like, yes, this is our new best friend, Axe. Yay! I, I fucking love that. So, like, I can't express to you how much I would love that person. Oh, my God. And then they fucking rocked at beer pong. I'd be like, yes, my team. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, back to depressing shit. Uh, we're <laughs> talking third eye blind. How's it going to be? Ugh. Give me three bars of that song. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me pick the best part. <laughs> How's it going to be when you don't know me? How's it going to be when you said I'm not there? How's it going to be? Do, 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 do. It's, a, it's really sad. Excellent. It's a sad song. Well, this is a sad part, so <sighs> yeah. it makes sense. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Cassie's perspective. And Cassie was leaning against the railing of the back porch listening to the frogs. She could clearly hear the music inside, and she's like, oh, I wish they'd just turn it down. And it wasn't because it wasn't good music and, like, she wasn't enjoying it. She actually kind of found herself, like, dancing a little bit to it. But she just, like, was like, I'd rather hear these frogs. Frogs are pretty legit. Love that. I loved it too. Um, and she finds Jake glancing over at her, and he's like, "Oh, are you enjoying the party?" And she took in his expression, this sad smile that's tinged with sadness and the weight of responsibility that was on him even now. And Cassie replies, "I'm glad that we came. I think we needed this." And Jake's like, yeah, we can't be soldiers all the time. And there was like a lot of like, we can't be soldiers all the time because we have to remind ourselves of exactly why we're fighting and what we're fighting for. But mm -hmm. not so obviously. So they're quiet for a moment. And then Cassie just admits to Jake out of nowhere, I don't think I want to be a vet anymore. And Jake's like, what? What, what did you want to do then? And Cassie's like, I want to work with people. I want to meet people. I want to help people. People are great. And Jake just kind of laughs and he's like, you help out people all the time. Like every mission we go on, he like gestures to the house full of party goers. He's like, we're protecting these people. And Cassie's like, no, that's not like what I meant. That's not what I, I'm thinking of. And Jake's like really unsure where she's going with this, but he's trying to be super supportive. And so he's like, so you want to be like a life coach? And Cassie's like, she just gets this picture of herself like with this overworked executive or bored housewife. Like, yeah, you can do it. And she's like, no, not that. <laughs> um, and finally she brings up like, hey, like the Peace Corps would be cool. Peace Corps. It's not corpse. I do that all the time. I'm sorry. Peace Corps would be cool. And Jake's like, ah, yes, adventure. And they both kind of laugh like their current life isn't full of adventure. <laughs> and um, they're, they're like, the moments pass. So Jake's kind of like, all right, do you, do you want to dance with me? And she grabs Jake's hand and squeezed it saying, I thought you would never ask. Nice. Cute. Oh, Aww. Cute. Aww. Cute. Just a full of now we cut to Cake, The Distance. Yeah. Oh, dude, this was like one of my favorite song selections. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, remind me what this one is because I can't place this one either. He's going the distance. He's going Mm. for speed. She's all alone, all alone, all alone in a time of need. I love that so much more. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it's Kate, so they they speak it instead of saying it. (laughs) That's okay. This is why I, every time I read the distance, I couldn't place it because every time I read cake, it was just cake by the ocean in my head. Oh, okay. And I, I was like, stop, stop, brain, stop. And my brain was like, you can only hear cake by the ocean now. And I was like, why are you like this brain? Cake. And I knew it was wrong. Cake the band. Do you cake like the band? Do you like cake? Yeah, I like chocolate cake. I like cake. No, the band. Kate the Bird! <laughs> a discussion we had way too frequently in college. <laughs> God. Oh my I God. I just wanted to express my love for Cake the Food. <laughs> you have to specify the food or the band. <laughs> you do. You really do. I did think you were going to say that you thought the distance was go the distance from Hercules. <laughs> I can go the distance. Uh, I can find. I have often dreamed of a far-off land where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me. I still can't believe that the singing voice of Hercules, actually the speaking voice of Hercules, young Hercules, was the guy who did the voice of Shiro in Voltron. Like, I still can't get over that. Nobody That's knows what crazy. I'm talking about. Yeah. I, do, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. How many people have seen Hercules and Voltron and give a shit about voice actors? I feel like a lot of people. I feel like Hercules was standard viewing. And if you're a Voltron fan, you will make the connection. Yes. Anyway, I've derailed. It's... I can go... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Axe is playing beer pong and killing it. And I love him and support everything he does. Yes, and everybody's cheering, X, 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 X. Um, so this bro is lining up his shot at Axe's cup, and he bounces it, it hits the rim, topples out, and everybody is gathered around as Axe steps up to the line. It's his last shot, but then Axe hesitates. Kara, he asks, if I make this shot, do I still get the delicious beverage? And Kara laughs and says, you know what, Axe, if you make it, drinks are on me all night. And Axe is like, why would they be on you? (laughs) And Marco's like, no, no, just shoot it, Axe. And Axe is like, all right. And then he bounces the ball neatly into the center of bro dude's cup and the kitchen. He rubs into cheers. And Marco thought for just a second they might hoist up Axe and do a lap. But at the end of the day, he was just happy to see a bunch of humans cheering on Axe for something other than war shit. He was like, this is great. Yep. That is until Marco glances up at the clock and sees that Axe only has 10 minutes left in Morph. So he makes his way over and catches Axe right as Kara is slipping a piece of paper into his back pocket and winking. And Marco grabs him by the elbow and is like, hey, Axe, you probably got to go to the bathroom, huh? And Axe just throws his arms around him and says, Marco, my human friend. Wee! <laughs> oh, my God. Because uh, he's drunk. He is drunk, and I am here for it. Oh, my God. I'm here for it. Oh, my God. Drunk X is the best. <laughs> I just, I, I just love that X was the one that got shit-faced. I, like, 
absolutely 100% believe that. Like, absolutely. Like, this is just, ugh. Yes. Like, it goes one of two ways, right? Like, it's either the Lord of the Rings drinking scene where Axe has that moment, like, my fingertips are becoming numb. And then right. somebody is like, you can't hold your liquor. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Or this. He's, and I much prefer this. Yeah. There's like no metal sliders here. He's either completely immune to alcohol or he's mm-hmm. a fucking mess. Yes. <laughs> no metal sliders. <laughs> I just love that phrase. Oh my God. It's so applicable. It is. <laughs> Sorry, Mackle boys. I always steal your shit. You know what? We're fighting with them subversive. We haven't brought that up in a while, so I don't know if the fight's still on. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we are now talking about Third Eye Blind. I want you. I want you. I'm not as familiar with this one, so I cannot provide. I cannot provide songs either, mostly because all the other songs have stacked into my head, and now there's no clear way to pull them apart. <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on The Distance by Cake, the band. <laughs> I have often <laughs> I have Sorry. often dreamed of a far of off place. The great <laughs> welcome. I need this. I want a kick cover of God the Distance. Oh no. I am on my way. I can go the distance. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Third Eye Blind. You're Third right. Eye Blind, I want you. Oof. Tobias was feeling really disquieted. He is surrounded by a lot of teenagers and college kids and a few younger high school kids. Gross. And they're all dancing and drinking and smoking and living their lives gross. normally. They are super gross. <laughs> And, like, he points out, like, this is a super nice house, and this living room is larger than any space I've ever lived in, but it is far too small for my hawk brain, and I am kind of panicking. (laughs) And he was trying not to let it show, because he's like, you know, Rachel was so excited about this, and I want to be here for her, but, like, I'm freaking out. But just then, Rachel came up to him and said, hey, I'm here. And she pulls him out to dance and slides her arms around him, smiling, and he returns her smile and she lays her head on his shoulder, and he just starts concentrating on her and the feeling of holding her close. And just for a moment, everything else faded away, and it was just the two of them. And he took this time to soak up every sensation in that moment, and then decided that while flying with Rachel is great, dancing with her is a million times better. Oh, this so thing is cute. so cuddly. Everybody's just so cuddling, funny. and it's cute. I know. Oh. I know. It's amazing coming from a Marcelco ship. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Whoa! Just gonna throw that in. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Such a Marcelco shipper, but it's yeah. very heavy on Rabias. Yes, it is. How did this feel, Jefferson? How does this feel? <laughs> Jefferson. I shouldn't call him Jefferson. That's terrible. Call me Jefferson. Let's talk about Oh, no. That. Sorry. I take back the Jefferson thing. We don't like Jefferson. He sucks. Um, But yeah. Jeff, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel writing? I just like that you're throwing that question into the fucking ether. 
Jeff, how do you feel? You're not here. How do you feel? Let's talk about Jeff like he's not listening to this we'll right wait. now. We'll wait while you answer <laughs> quietly to yourself. <laughs> anyway, man. There we go. Okay. Now we're talking about real big fish. I think I'll have myself a beer. I have not listened to any real big fish. Mostly because I get them confused with band fish. With a P. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Dave Matthews or fish? I I thought Real Big Fish was a movie with Ewan McGregor. That's just Big Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many fish? Why is everyone obsessed with fish? I don't know. Oh. Do you think that famous Ben and Jerry's flavor fish food was inspired by the band Fish? Absolutely, I do. Yes. Okay. Yep. Do they have a song about marshmallow and caramel and chocolate fish? Probably. On my limited okay. knowledge of fish, I feel like that's something that they would have. They're a um they're a ska band, right? I don't know. <laughs> I just everything I know about fish I learned from my brother, my brother and me. <laughs> Which is like the third time I've mentioned them in this podcast. I need to stop. I, I feel like they're not a ska band. And right now, I think Nate just called in a hit on me. <laughs> Our local ska expert, Nate. Our local ska expert, you. Nate, of Ska Tunes Network super fan. He is going to kill me. <laughs> He's like, how fucking dare you? I bet his ears are twitching right now. He's like, he knows. His ska senses are tangling. I mean, I did just admit I thought that this band was a movie, so... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> With you and McGregor. Uh, I feel like there's so many people screaming at me like na- right now that are like, You said you were a fan of the 90s and you only know like half these songs. What the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking poser? But like, well, you guys... I don't know anything, so suck it. <sighs> Do you know how many... Song lyrics are... Okay, real talk. Everybody who's screaming at us right now. Yes. I couldn't tell you the name of the band or the song, but I guarantee you with 95% of these, at least, if you turn this on, I would have all the lyrics ready to raise with the drop of a hat. (laughs) No, I don't know the band. No, I don't know the name. But I fucking... All the lyrics are like in some deep recesses of my brain that as soon as I hear the first three chords will be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I could believe that. Yeah, I have heard sickening. the song. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it's harder to, like, to just sing it, like, without any of the music. Like, just to pull it up in your brain and sing it out loud, it's way harder. Yeah, yeah. In my mind. For sure. Especially if you haven't, like, sung it before. Like, I, I know Go the Distance from Hercules, but, like... <laughs> Sang that one a few times before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. The point is, we cut back to the crowd cheering Axe on. But this time, we're seeing it through Axe's eyes. We watch as he lines up that last shot and sinks it. Everybody cheering him on. He's feeling unsteady and wobbly. But he's not worried because all of the people are crushed up against him and keeping him upright. And then he realizes he's not really worried about anything right now. Um, he sinks that shot. He notices Kara leaning up against him, slipping the piece of paper into his artificial skin. 
He notes that she winks at him and explains that is what humans call with blinking with only one eye. I'm very good at humaning. And then Marco is grabbing his elbow and he throws himself over Marco, screaming, Marco, my human friend! Um, Marco starts pulling him off towards the bathroom, but they pass through the living room and he sees Tobias and Rachel and he's like, my friends. <laughs> so he calls out to them. He's like, Tobias. And then he just starts yelling, ass, ass, which is amazing. <laughs> I loved that. I love that so much. Um, and then he tries to like maneuver towards them, but like his one leg gives out and he stumbles against the couch and he's like, it is I, Axeman. <laughs> And then he attempts to bow, which lands him face down on the floor. And people around him are laughing. But there's a few people that are still cheering Axeman, <laughs> which I fucking... That would be me. I'd be like, this guy fucking rules. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Rachel was so mad. I was like, I would be living for this. Well, because she got her dance with Tobias interrupted. Well. Sorry. She has different priorities. I am all about Axe. <laughs> she likes I would be cheering more than on Axe. Axe. I like Axe. So it's it's fine. It's a difference of priorities. It is. It is. Um, but it's fine. Axe likes Tobias more than both of us because he grabs onto him and starts screaming into his ear, Tobias, my Shorm, you, you are my favorite nephew. You, uh. Which is an impassioned speech. It, it is. <laughs> so Axe hugs him tightly, and then he starts crying a little. Because oh. he just loves Tobias so it's much. And then he so. manages... He's crying, and he just goes, my favorite. Oh. <laughs> um, and Rachel was positively glaring at Axe now. And he just goes, it's obviously because she does not like the music, which is bad earth music. Obviously. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Obviously, the music. Um, Marco drags him off again, directs him back towards the bathroom, and Axe is, like, seeing double, and he starts to say to Marco, like, I feel unwell. I suspect I've been poisoned. But before he can get through that sentence, his stomach heaves, and a second later, he finds himself watching the spoils of his beer pong victory go down the toilet, and he decides these flavors are not delicious. I love that. I love that, too. Flavors are not delicious. Spoiler alert. Um, now we're on Mazzy Star. Fade into you. Don't know that one either. Don't know that one either. I feel like I do know it. Like I can, I can like the back of my mind, there's like something coming forward, but like I can't grasp onto it enough to actually sing it. Hmm. Is it like, I'm pretty sure I know this one. Is it like slow or is it fast? Slow. Okay. Like, yeah, slow. I mean, that's it says it right in the text right afterward. Maybe I'm just building an impression based off of the description that happens a second later. You know, if I had prepared for this better, I would have, like, had clips of each song to play. No, we would have been sued so hard. Well, not if it's, like, under five seconds, probably, maybe. maybe. Probably, but, like, it builds, right? So, like, legally, yeah. I mean, then they'd have to have the same representation. But still, we could definitely be sued for that. Okay. But if we sing it, it's a cover. It is a cover. Yeah. That's true. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So Jake follows Cassie into the house. She leads him to the middle of all of the group of people dancing. And a slow song comes on and they started swaying. Cassie says, I thought you hated dancing. And Jake just starts joking. As long as it isn't square dancing. Blech. And Cassie's just like, I'm into that. 
nuts. (laughs) And Jake chuckles at that. Um, They're slow dancing together, but Jake starts to watch the crowd and he starts getting those thoughts like, how many of them are Yerks? They all look normal, but that's the issue, isn't it? Everybody looks normal. Yerks could be anyone. Even Tom had a Yerk in him for months before we knew and Marco's mom fooled everybody for years. And Cassie interrupts his thought just saying, hey, and Jake actually jumps like he was so far out of it. And she goes, come back to me. We're, we're supposed to be having fun tonight. General's orders. And Jake laughs and tries to refocus. And they make some more square dancing jokes. But uh, Jake can't help but go back to scanning the crowd. Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Don't want the world to see me. Because I don't think that they'd understand. When everything's meant to be broken, I just want you to know. Anyway, that's that one. You're welcome. We sang it for you. All of you. I love that song. <laughs> it's like, it very much puts me back in a time and a place every time I hear for it. Not sure. like even a specific place, just like a time, mm-hmm. really. So. Here's the pretty cute chapter. Scandalous <laughs> chapter. Scandalous. I don't know why I become like a weird mom when I say <laughs> What happening? This is a pretty scandalous one. Oh, no. Jeffrey, did you, did you intend this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's just happening to me. Dear God. Oh, no. What the fuck? And then why did I say a Hamilton lyric? Oh, no. Did you intend this? Did did you intend this? Have you read First this? Did, he wrote this fucking fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Rachel grabs Tobias's hand and leads him upstairs. Gross. She's like, let's get away from her. I don't like where this is going. Wow. Uh, gross. <laughs> gross. Casey? <laughs> no, I mean, gross? I'm in general support of the couple. I just don't support the activity. Making out? Yes. What's wrong with making it? You're too young for that. Many times. No, they smooch once. I've watched you make out making... in a lit up gazebo <laughs> at Liz's wedding. I wasn't. I was an adult woman. <laughs> Children can only kiss each other once, and that's it. If you've committed a war crime, you can make out. Okay, fine. <laughs> that's that is the rule in my okay. household. When you walk into my home, that is written on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a little makeout session as a treat. That's not, this is my mom voice. I can. Oh my you can God. only make out if you committed a war crime. Drop the beat, Francis. Otherwise, <laughs> that's the voice you're doing. It's it's. It is. What is happening? I don't know. Okay, so they're going upstairs Fuck. to smooch each other on each other's faces. Well, that's not initially why they're going upstairs. So initially they're going upstairs because Tobias has to demorph and remorph. Oh, yeah. And Rachel has her little watch on, which they notice is the little Casio from when they did the mission with the, the supply ship. Love it. Just lovely detail. Um, so Tobias demorphs to his familiar hawk form. And when he's fully hawk, he kind of pauses and he's like, I don't like being trapped in this room with this predator, but the window is open and I can hear something outside. So I think I'm gonna, and he kind of spreads his wings and Rachel clears her throat and he's like, ah, yes, right. Remorphed a human. Got it. 
So he returns to the human version of himself. He puts on the clothes that he had laid out on the bed to demorph and lets Rachel know that he's decent. Um, and so then they just kind of sit down on the bed together and just start talking. And, and right as he starts saying thanks for, she starts going, I'm really glad you... And then they both laugh. They're like, okay, we've interrupted each other. This is very awkward. I don't know what to do. And Tobias goes, go on, Rachel. And she said, thank you for agreeing to come with me. I know things are messed up, but I really wanted to be here with you tonight. And Tobias replies, I don't want to be anywhere else. And then Rachel reaches past him to turn off the lights. And when they start kissing, all of Tobias's thoughts dissolve. Gross. It's not. Why do you keep (laughs) saying it's gross? Get out with a mother child and it, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like a very protective parent right now. I'm just like, hey, hey, watch yourselves. Say run for Jesus. I, <laughs> I feel like we're having like, like this is what it would be like if we were parents. You and I together. <laughs> like, I'd be like, be cool, be cool. It's fine. They're just kissing. And you'd be like, hey. Hey! All right, that's enough. Spread it apart. That's enough. Hands off each other. Let's get out of here. We need at least two book lengths between you two on the couch. Yep. And I'd be like, God, just be cool. Just be cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Be cool. You're, you're, you're cool, mom, and I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking straight-laced, no-nonsense mom. <laughs> it's like you can go in the Discord and, like, pal around with everybody, and then I come in, and I'm like, what the fuck? is going on in here that is very i, I didn't think about it that it, it like that but you're absolutely right we parent the same way in the discord but, too. yeah we do we parent how we mod <laughs> which is not really hypothetically but i assume modding is like parenting I, you know <laughs> keep all of our children like hey hey can't do that in our discord we live here this is our home <laughs> under my roof well, you're under my roof. I won't accept any more Chalco shipping. <laughs> That's not true. We do. We accept it. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's You know what? It's fine. And it's even endorsed to some degree, I would say. I would I would say so. But God forbid you come at me saying, but maybe David was okay. You are fucking yeah, wrong. No, 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 no. Get out of my Discord. We are a zero David tolerance household. Yes, absolutely. This, zero house. David tolerance. In this house, we have no Davids. <laughs> Except our dear friend. Some Steves. David. Back to my son, who's very sad. I think. Yes. I think that's nice. uh, it's, it's champion Jack Dupree. Can't kick the habit. Don't know that one either. I don't know that Never one at all. Never even heard of that. We're bad at 90s, aren't we? You know, I think I think Jeff and, and us just operated in different circles, maybe. Like, there's some overlap. Like he wasn't but- like a nerdy... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's why like I feel like that's why Nate and I have like a a some similar musical histories is because like Nate was super into ska and I was very much into like you know like the like goth metal blah 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 and I feel like there's like some overlap there like when you're talking sure. about like mindless self-indulgence that belongs to both of us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I feel like maybe Jeff and I don't have a similar musical bridge <laughs> to cross and exchange gifts over. Sure. But it's fine. One day. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. 
So Axe morphs back into his human form, noting that Andalite scientists were fucking idiots and the morphing process did not expel poisons and toxins at all. He feels very bad. His head is pounding. It is terrible. And Marco offers him a cup and Axe is like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Don't at me with that. <laughs> Slaps it out of his hand. Don't at me with this shit. And um, Marco's like, it's just water. You will feel better if you drink some. And so after some coaxing, he does drink it. A few minutes later, he feels the tiniest minuscule amount better. And he is like this. It was not worth drinking all that water to feel this little amount better. Mm-hmm. And Marco's like, let's go get some fresh air. And Axe is like, yes, this bathroom smells like the expelled beer pong victory. <laughs> it is the worst. And so Marco leads him through the house and they pass by the kitchen and Axe is like, oh, another game has been set up. Oh. <laughs> Not good. Not doing it. Um, But once they step out onto the back porch, Axe is like, all right, I feel a little better now. He's like taking in deep, deep breaths of fresh air. And he notices that Marco is drinking from a red cup and he kind of shoots him this horrified look. And Marco goes, (laughs) it's only water. And then holds up a finger to his lips like, oh my God. I love how Axe is just so suspicious of everything now. Yes. (laughs) God. Um. Yeah, and so then Marco gestures, like, puts a finger up to his lip in a gesture that Axe knows means be quiet. And he's like, okay, quiet's cool right now. This is terrible. <laughs> um, after a few minutes, Axe remembers the paper that Kara gave him. And so he pulls it out of his pocket, and he's like, yes, this is her name. And star coordinates? <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, Marco, what's this shit? <laughs> oh. I love that. I love it. And, um... It's just so good. And Marco's just like, don't worry about it, and grabs the paper. And then right as Marco's like, this was great. We should do this again sometime. They notice blue lights flashing against the trees on the side of the house. And Marco goes, oh, shit. Axe, stay here. And Marco bolts. And then we get the sound of the police. Whoop! (laughs) (laughs) This one I know very well. KRS-One sounded the police. (sighs) Uh, so Marco runs in the house and yells, Jake, cops. Jake's head whips around and suddenly there's a banging at the door. Just open up, please. And Jake takes off, pushing Cassie along. They bolt it out onto the back porch and Marco grabs Axe's shoulder. They run down the stairwell into the woods behind the house and crouch behind a bush. And Marco's like, we gotta warn Rachel and Tobias. And Axe adds, I saw them go upstairs. So Jake's like, all right, Cassie, get to Al as fast as you can. Go, guide them out. So Cassie morphs as quickly as she can. She takes off. She starts circling the house and she goes, I don't see. Oh. <laughs> and then her thought speak voice sounds super weird, but she's like, they should have enough time to get out of there. The cops have not gone upstairs yet. So Jake's like, all right, we have to keep going. And not a second later, a flashlight sweeps across the edge of the woods, lands on the bushes where they're crouched behind, and they bolt with the cop yelling, stop, stop running. And they just keep going until the sounds of cops yelling fades away. They run for their lives. Finally, when it seems like it's kind of quiet behind them, they stop. They're doubled over, panting, going, holy shit, that was close. And then a tense moment or two later, an owl, an eagle, and a hawk land next to them. Cassie reports, we're clear. Then we cut to Rachel's perspective. Rachel stood quietly. All of them are listening for any sound that there might be police nearby. They can hear the distant noise of the police at the house, but nothing immediately around them. Suddenly, Marco bursts into laughter, and they all look at him like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Um, but a moment later, they all join in. Just six teens in various states of dress and undress and skin-tight clothes and fancy party clothes just laughing and crying until their sides hurt in an empty street. Uh, Marco was the first one that eventually was like, I gotta go. My dad's gonna kill me. And Jake's like, yeah, man, I'll come with you. And Cassie offers to fly Axe home. And so they morph and they leave next. And finally, it's just Rachel and Tobias standing there. And Rachel offers to fly him home. But Tobias grabs her hand and says, let's walk. Oh. And that's the end of that story. Oh. Cute. Oh, so cute. I love that so much. They're going to go make out some more. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Be cool. It's fine. Be cool. (laughs) You will be home by 10 o'clock. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mom, I'm 16. Leave me alone. I'm 16 and I'm going to save the world. <laughs> I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Oh, I was going for, I'm 15 years old and I'm going to have oh a baby. Oh my god. I forgot. <laughs> Upset oh. with a capital U. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I loved that. Oh. Yes, that was a very good story with all of my favorite things in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so good. And probably the last happy fic we have forever. Uh, well, You're right. Kind of. Kind of. The happiest fic we have. That It's definitely the happiest one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The others are, you know. <laughs> oh. Welcome, welcome to the end of the episode. A uh, huge, 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 huge thank you to Jeff for letting us talk about your fan fiction. Obviously, we loved it so much. Um, like, honestly, this was, this was super fucking fun to go through and to try and figure out all the songs. And I'm horrified at myself for not knowing any of them. So um, if you want to find that fan fiction that is on fanfiction.net the name of the story is the party and it is by avenger av3 ng3 r so threes instead of e's avenger check it out honestly it's so much fun and as always the summaries do not do these stories justice they are so well written so much fun so wonderful so check it out Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so, so much. And if you want to talk to Casey and I more about the party or any other sort of things, you can do that at anonymousanamorphs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, on the Animorphs Anonymous group, or the super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandits, which is facebook.com slash group slash Animorphs Anonymous. I think that's the first time I've ever said bandits instead of bandalites. It's a new era, a new dawn. Um, yeah, so Andalite Bandalites is really what we call a group. Andalite Bandits is the correct word, which I haven't said correctly since book three. Anyways, uh, hit us up on Instagram at Animorphs Anonymous. Hit us up on Twitter at Animorphs Anon. Uh, hit us up wherever. And if you want to talk to all of us in the Discord, including the amazing person who wrote this fan fiction, you can do that because we have a Discord. So hit me up on any one of those socials and I will get you a link and get you in there. 
If you're tired though of being social, if you if you're social all day and you're like, fuck, I just wish I could read an amazing webcomic alone, I have a great suggestion for you. It is Beside You, which is a comic that, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but Casey writes it and draws it. And it's amazing because she's amazing. I highly recommend checking that out. You can find it at BesideYouComic.com. That's B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U comic.com. And you can read it there for free. But if you love her so much that you want to support her so she can keep buying food and not die, you can do that on Patreon. So go check her out, KCD Studios on Patreon. And uh, she, you can sign up there and get early pages of the comic. And so then you can know what uh, I talk about on this exit outro. Yeah, on this outro. Uh, but you can also get like amazing sneak peeks and you can check out Casey's process, which is super cool because she's constantly adding new ways to lay out comics. So if you've ever just had an interest in how comics are made and laid out, uh, Casey is an awesome resource. And uh, like, I don't normally talk about this this seriously, but Casey has actually like talked about this to college students and so on at art schools. So like, you're kind of giving yourself like a little bit of a free education there or a very low cost education rather, as opposed to paying fuck tons of money to art school to come away and start for the rest of your life. You can check out Casey's webcomic and learn a fuck ton. It's awesome. She's awesome. Check it out. Uh, if you want to listen to me talk more as if this outro and so on wasn't enough for you, I am on another podcast with Drew and David from our Megamorphs 4, or Jesus, Megamorphs 2, 4, that would be insanity. We're talking about in the time of the dinosaurs, baby. Um, Yeah, so Drew is on that, and our Alternomorphs 2 episode, David was also on with Drew, and they are wonderful and funny and hilarious, and I love them. Um, and I ruin their podcast every week. I absolutely say the worst shit imaginable. So to check that out, go from Cadmus to Crisis, a Superboy podcast. That's right, Cadmus to Crisis. Uh, we talk about Superboy, we talk about the 90s, we talk about comic books, and we do a lot of like one-off stuff. So if you're like, I don't know about Superboy, that's okay. We have Spider-Boy, which is just like a two-comic run. We do an Alpha Centurion episode, which is just a single run. We do like these special Superboy one-off episodes. It's awesome. You can, you can just come check it out. It's a lot of fun. So do it. Cadmus of Crisis. Um, and I think that's everything I have to plug here. You guys, go read Jeff's fan fiction. It's wonderful and delightful and so much fun. Honestly, so many good 90s feels. Do it. And now I'm off to the party known as sleep. I think that's a party. Sleep sounds like a party. All right. Good night. Goodbye.